Should we do something here on the train or wait until we get to New York? Only the spook saw him gesture back toward the Fed. Why don't we wait for the station? More choice there. As you wish, dear. He wanted her to take the Fed out now, but there was nothing more he dared say. He licked his hands nervously and groomed the fur behind his short, thick ears to pass the time. The International Arrivals Hall at Koch Terminal was unusually quiet for a Thursday night. It smelled to rat like a setup. The passengers from the bullet shuffled through the echoing marble vastness toward the row of customs stations. Rat was unarmed. If they were going to put up a fight, the spook would have to provide the firepower. But Rat was not a fighter. He was a runner. Their instructions were to pass through station number four. As they waited in line, Rat spotted the federally appointed vigilante behind them. The classic invisible man, neither handsome nor ugly. 5'10", about 170. Brown hair, dark suit, white shirt. He looked bored. You have anything to declare? The customs agent looked bored, too. Everybody looked bored except Rat, who had two million new dollars worth of illegal drugs in his gut and a fed ready to carve them out of him. We hold these truths to be self-evident, said Rat, that all men are created equal. He managed a feeble grin, as if this were a witticism and not the password. Daddy, please, the spook feigned embarrassment. I'm sorry, ma'am. It's his idea of a joke. It's the Declaration of Independence, you know. The customs agent smiled as she tousled the spook's hair. I know that, dear. Please put your luggage on the conveyor. She gave a perfunctory glance at her monitor as their suitcases passed through the scanner and then nodded at Rat. Thank you, sir, and have a pleasant... The insincere thought died on her lips as she noticed the Fed pushing through the line toward them. Rat saw her spin toward the exit at the same moment that the spook thrust her notebook computer into the scanner. The notebook stretched a blue finger of point discharge toward the magnetic lens just before the overhead lights novid and went dark. The emergency backup failed as well. Rat's snout filled with the acrid smell of electrical fire. Through the darkness came shouts and screams, thumps, and cracks, the crazed pounding of a stampede gathering momentum. He dropped to all fours and skittered across the floor. Koch Terminal was his territory. He had crisscrossed its many levels with scent trails. Even in the total darkness, he could find his way. But in his haste, he cracked his head against a pair of stockinged knees, and a squawking weight fell across him, crushing the breath from his lungs. He felt an icy stab on his hindquarters and scrabbled at it with his hind leg. His toes came away wet, and he squealed. There was an answering scream, and the point of a shoe drove into him, propelling him across the floor. He rolled left and came up running, up a dead escalator, down a carpeted hall. He stood upright and stretched to his full 26 inches, hands scratching until they found the emergency bar across the fire door. He hurled himself at it. A siren shrieked, and with a whoosh, the door opened, dumping him into an alley. He lay there for a moment, gasping, half in and half out of Koch Terminal. With a certain knowledge that he was bleeding to death, he touched the coldness on his back, a sticky purple substance. He sniffed, then tasted it. Ice cream. Rat threw back his head and laughed.
the high squeaky sound echoed in the deserted alley. But there was no time to waste. He could already hear the buzz of police hovers swooping down from the night sky. The blackout might keep them busy for a while. Rat was more worried about the Fed and the spook. They would be out soon enough looking for him. Rat scurried down the alley toward the street. He glanced quickly at the terminal, now a black hole in the galaxy of bright holographic sleaze that was 42nd Street. A few cops with flashlights were trying to fight against the flow of panicky travelers pouring from its open doors. Rat smoothed his ruffled fur and turned away from the disaster, walking crosstown. His instincts said to run, but Rat forced himself to dawdle, like a hick shopping for big city excitement. He grinned at the pimps and window-shopped the hardware stores. He paused in front of a pair of mirror-image sex shops. Girls, live girls, and...